And we are live. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 85 of Next Gen Newsweek, your weekly podcast for all things E3 and Tomb Raider. I forgot what we're talking about today because it's not a lot of stuff. Um, my name is Mitch. Joining me today is Richard. Hello. Caveman Richard. And uh, <laughs> and Chase. Hello, hello. Um, so first off, I would like to apologize for last week's episode because it was all fake news and it was April Fool's Day nonsense. And uh, yeah, kind of fledged it, but we, we pulled through at the end of it. So we have some real stuff at the end of it, but you know, the plan didn't work out like I wanted to. Um, and I will have uh, two announcements because uh, two people close to Chase and myself uh, have birth. Well, one of them is close to Chase myself. One's close to me have birthdays today. Uh, first, happy birthday to our friend Danny that we used to work with at Walmart. She's probably not going to watch this. And two, happy birthday, Mom. I love you. Um, so, anyway, just wanted to get that out there and wish everybody a happy birthday. Um, so, before we get into the news for this week, let's talk about what games we've been playing because I've beaten the Elden Ring and uh, I have some more stuff I need to do because I've decided to platinum the Elden Ring, but uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing. So, Richard, you weren't here last week, so I'll let you have the floor. You got two weeks worth of games to talk about. Wow, I wish I'd been playing two weeks. Uh, I've been playing Elden Ring. I'm in the I'm in the final stretch now. Um, it's well, I guess we can talk about it later. I got my own opinions on it. It's great, but there's certainly things that I would I would have done differently that I wish would have been done differently. Uh, aside from, I did get the new Kirby. Um, I've put maybe about two minutes into it. Uh, <laughs> I, I will, it looks, it looks beautiful. It really is. I like more of the, the open world format to it. You know, it kind of has like a, a Mario type flair to it that I really like. Um, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. But then uh, aside from that, the uh, planet crafters on steam actually went into a, um, I guess you call it a beta release, which it's, it's not on sale anymore. It's like 20 bucks. Essentially, it's it's like the whole survival survival thing, sort of like Subnautica. Only you're not in the ocean; you're on a planet that has absolutely no atmosphere, and that's part of the appeal to this game that kind of sets it differently. Is you actually have to terraform; you got to change the atmosphere. You know, one of the first things you have to do is create an atmosphere by uh, increasing heat, adding pressure, um, get a blue sky, and it's kind of cool because you know you don't think about what things do uh, until you experience it like that because when you start the game and you get on this planet you know it's like it's the sun's always like blaring you know there's these bad storms and it's, it's crazy but then once you start to once you create an atmosphere and you have like a blue sky suddenly you have a, a night and day cycle that you didn't have before because of the atmosphere so you know, there's a lot of cool things that are going on, and uh, I like it. You know, I hope they they continue to develop it. I'm I'm happy to see where that goes. But if you like survival games, of course, you know you have to eat, you have to drink. You know, there's those things that are associated with it. But it's um, I like it so far. Graphics are good. I mean, they're it's under my understanding this game is being made by two guys. So for just two guys, they've they've accomplished quite a bit so far. So if you like survival games, check it out. It's uh, it's on Steam right now. It's called Planet Crafters. Nice, Chase. What have you been playing? So I got the hundred percent completion for Kirby. Um, it was actually a lot more challenging than I thought it was going to be um, because 
you there's like you know there is a main story and then there's a bunch there's a bunch of post game stuff and there are like secret bosses um and some of those bosses are a lot more challenging than i expected to be um so yeah i, I have uh done everything you can do in kirby and i cut you know really really enjoyed it it was yeah great great graphics great a lot of fun always um, one step ahead mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um I played uh, Golf Club Wasteland, which is a very relaxing, like indie art style game. Um, it's got a great soundtrack. It's got a very bleak story. It's basically like uh, how the world was destroyed and humans have colonized Mars, and now the billionaires escape from Mars and they come to Earth and they just play golf over all the ruins of, of uh, Earth. Um, but that's not the your story. I'm not going to spoil your story, but. Um, it's uh you know it's, it's a really cool game. The game's not very long. Um, uh, golf club what? Golf club wasteland. Golf club. Well, no golf club wasteland. Yeah, this I'm is PC. Yeah. I believe it's a P- PC and Switch. It's a PC and Switch. Okay. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna make an assumption. You probably play as the golf ball or the golf club. No. <laughs> That, that would be, uh, what was that other game? Uh, I can't remember that. There was another game where you, where you were that, but it was, it was really fun. Um, but they did, they did, they did just announce a sequel to it. Um, um, and it's called the cub. Um, and it is like a, it's more of a, it's, uh, I mean, they've been announced it for steam, but, uh, I believe, you know, consoles will probably come later. And then, uh, it's, it's more of a platformer game. Um, but it looks really good. Same kind of art style music. Uh, and then I played In Nightmare, which is a new like puzzle-ish horror stealth game. Um, and it's the physical release is only twenty dollars. Uh, you can find it on like most online retailers because I don't think most stores are going to carry it. Um, the puzzles are like I guess some of the really strong points of the game. But the stealth moments are just not great. Like I found myself running through like bike past most of the enemies, uh, like some of them before they even notice. Um, if you like collectibles, there's like in like exploring levels, there's a lot of collectibles in each chapter. Um, like the level design overall was really good. Like graphics were good, lighting was great. But there were like so many instances where like frame rate was dropping like crazy, like really, really, really low, even on PlayStation Five. Like. It was pretty, pretty bad. Um, did encounter a lot of bugs, like the, sp- the screen would pr- uh, sporadically jump, monsters would grab you through walls, or continuously chase you, if you, even if you were hidden, or sometimes just stop chasing you altogether. Um, <laughs> yeah, characters were, like, clipping, um, text boxes overlapping, trophies not popping up, like, even if you, like, it's like you, you, you complete this chapter and you're supposed to get a trophy for it, those didn't even pop up for me. So I feel like the game hasn't been out very long. There's already been a patch for it, but you know I feel like they're they're hopefully working on it. And uh, I'm, you might want to wait on this one if you're kind of interested in it and uh, pick it up later. So you know what uh, other game has really bad like characters clipping through things and bugs like that that I experienced. Elden What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, or bosses losing their uh, aggro against you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know that was a um i'm sorry i mean that was actually a, a thing they used to cheese apparently there's a talisman that you can get that will constantly draw aggro mm-hmm. so what you could do is you could equip it 
go into a boss fight and then bring out your mimic and then immediately take it off of you. And apparently it would stay on him. So during the entire boss fight, it would only aggro your mimic. That's and then you could do, you know, whatever. But they, they patched it. Oh. Mm. That's interesting. Very interesting. But yeah, um, I, I beat Elden Ring because the final boss just stopped attacking me. And it just, it just, it just stood there. I have a video gave of it. Up. <laughs> I have a video of it. I've shared it with people. Like, I didn't, the only thing that I did that was like out of the ordinary, which I've done it before because it was just something somebody said you could do. And to me, it's kind of like whipping out the fishnet against Ganondorf kind of thing, or the fishing rod, if you know what I'm talking about, like where you throw it out there, he just stares at it instead of like uh, attacking you. The first phase of this fight, you can run up to the final boss, and if you just stand there and don't do anything, he won't attack you. Like, But the minute you attack him, it, it goes back into normal. So instead of like opening the boss room and immediately summoning my mimic, and so he starts attacking me while I'm trying to summon it. I just run up to him and then he stops. And then I would just use the mimic tier there. And then I found out that the mimic tier, when it's summoned, starts doing like chip damage against things that touch it while it's summoning. And then he got pissed off. But uh, yeah, it's I didn't mean to beat the game like that, but I'm kind of glad that it happened because I was just ready. I was fed up with it. I was ready to just beat the game. So <laughs> Uh, I'm glad that it happened like that. Um, and I did that uh, cheesy, cheeky thing where you just uh, reload save states so I can get as many endings as possible. But I still have to go back and do New Game Plus to get the last ending. So uh, i got like another day and a half of Elden Ring and then I'm probably going to put it away for a while because I'm, I'm, I'm a little fatigued, but I'm glad that I, I played it. I think... I just hit 110 hours on this first playthrough, which seems like a lot when some people beat the game in 27 minutes or whatever it is now. Mm. Well, they put in a lot of hours in the, into the game at that point. Yeah. How many hours did it take you to beat it, Chase? Around that time. Like around, I would say it was around 100 and something, just a little over 100. And then I think 125 to get all of it done, even like two new game pluses. So, yeah. Richard, do you know how many hours you have in it? I, I think at the present, I'm like at 101, or I'm just over 100. So you, you made some comment about how, like, I don't know how I'm a stay-at-home dad and you have more time to play it than I do or whatever, but, like, it's we're still, like, right on track with each other, like, as far as amount of hours. Not Chase, you. man. Chase did this stuff, like, two <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> and, yeah, y'all started before me, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> man. I will say, like, this world and this exploration is what my expectation was for Breath of the Wild. I didn't know that now until I played Elden Ring, but that was the type of Hyrule I wanted to see. Even if it is post-apocalyptic, you know, and, and it just, it, it never feels barren. Yep. And I, that's just, that was, and of course, you know, I mean, there's, a lot of limitations that go with breath of the wild, just as far as like, you know, the console that it's on and stuff like that. But I don't know, that was, that was more of my expectation for breath of the wild. And now that I've played Elden ring, I, I have a much more kind of concrete backing to what I thought was wrong with breath of the wild. Yeah. Were you speaking of breath of the wild, were you uh, 
disappointed slash surprised that it got delayed to next year? No, I mean, I figured it would be. Yeah. Hey, you know, we, we talked about it, you know, we, when they had that direct back in March, I think that's why I said, I was like, you know, if, if they don't announce it, I doubt it'll come out this year. And they didn't. So, yeah. But then it's kind of funny how they really, the, the delay though was like real, like quiet and muted. They just kind of slid it in one like random like day, you know, one afternoon. They're just all like, oh, uh, by the way, we're, uh, we're sorry. We're going to, we're going to cancel this game. So. <laughs> I don't even know if people even realize it. You know, it's, I mean, it's such a the 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 holiday is so packed anyway with like a big open world RPG games. Like I feel like it's it's good for them to get out of the way of everything else because I mean, just on the Switch, you've got Xenoblade and Pokemon, you got God of War, Starfield. You got there's plenty of crap coming out that's all open world games that we're all gonna be. You know, uh, isn't it used playing. to be like a spring thing, though? I don't know why I associate The Legend of Zelda with Easter, but um, I do for some reason. They're usually like dis- holiday December games, but Breath of the Wild Yeah, I know. It's so March. weird. But Oh, the first one was March? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that's what it is, and maybe that's why. That's yeah. when the Switch launched in March. Yeah. Now, any, anytime I think of like holiday and like Christmas and Thanksgiving, I always think Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> it's usually when those drop in November. Um, the uh, I don't know if I asked this last week or not to Chase, but I'll ask it again. Do you think that they're going to release new hardware in March? Will alongside the uh, Breath of the Wild two or Spring? Sorry, it's not. It can't technically be March. I guess it's like the end of it. But I don't know. Maybe I, I think. I think it's time, but I've also said I think it's time for two years, and all we got was an OLED, so um, I don't know if I'm a, an accurate... Uh, I'm, not, I'm no Nostradamus of video games, so don't, uh, don't take my word for it. Alright, let's get in to some of the news for this week. There's not a lot, but uh, we do have a couple of things. Uh, first one is E3 has been cancelled again. Uh, this is like the third year in a row that there's not going to be an E3. I don't think it really matters to anyone anymore because of how everything uh, is all digital now, as far as like Nintendo Directs and State of Plays and what they call ID and Xboxes and there's Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest and all that. I don't know why they just don't go ahead and call it. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've canceled it the past three years and like, and I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to offend anybody. I, I know that, you know, COVID is serious, but I mean, at this point in time, like when you look at the numbers, they're so low now. I mean, everybody's either vaccinated or have it. I mean, to me, like them saying that they're canceling again for COVID, I mean, they might as well cancel it for polio. I mean, you know, it's not, <laughs> I don't, I don't think COVID is, you know, years past, you know, it probably something serious, but in 2022, with, you know, the advancements as we've made, you know, with the vaccines that are out there, it just, I mean, nothing else as far as to my knowledge is getting canceled for COVID anymore. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like a, an odd reason to pull out of the air, you know? Yeah. I think the numbers are just really low regardless because like you could kind of start seeing it dwindle. Like whenever Nintendo pulled out from having like a press conference, like when they first started doing their like big directs, and then when PlayStation started doing it, they're like, hey, we're just not going to do an E3 show at all because they usually 
PlayStation usually will release like a big game in like March and then they'll release maybe like one in the summer and then like one in September. And then they kind of get out of the way of the holidays when like your Call of Duties and your everything else usually come out. So for them, it makes more sense to do like a show like in this, a big show in the spring. Uh, and Xbox has always kind of always been there. But like last year was just pitiful. Like even with their like, I think they technically did like an online thing and their online thing was like, oh, it's PC Fan Fest 1 and PC Fan Fest 2. And then Capcom's got a show and all they're going to announce is that Resident Evil Village is getting DLC. And that was like, that was it. <laughs> so like, and and we've never heard anything about that since. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they, they announced like monster hunter rise sunbreak DLC. And that like just came out. So I, I think Jeff Keeley posted something on Twitter about how he was like, you know, embracing like the lineage of E3, but also kind of excited that now pretty much all eyes are going to be like on his show because his show actually works. So like it makes sense for him to do it because I, I mean, yeah, like all the big reveals from last year around that time were at his show. So I think it's time for them to just kind of step aside and, you know, let somebody else who actually has knowledge of that do it. So I don't know. We uh, will obviously be doing some kind of coverage around that time. Uh, we'll, we haven't set any plans in motion yet for it, but I'm working on it. So we'll see how it goes. But um, let's switch gears over to PlayStation news, because last week we talked about PlayStation Plus uh, Premium, which is their new uh, subscription model that's going to allow for uh, streaming of older PlayStation titles and allow you to have access pretty much to PlayStation now built into your PlayStation Plus uh, subscription and but now people have figured out a way to exploit well you can't do it anymore but they ex figured out how to exploit uh getting the playstation plus premium for pretty cheap and that was by buying playstation now cards uh chase little criminal down there at the bottom of your screen um was actually <laughs> someone who took advantage of this so chase do you want to tell everyone a little bit about how that worked so yeah basically they said that a uh if you had a year-long subscription of PlayStation Now, then that rolls over to the Plus Premium uh, whenever that starts. So a lot of people were buying years and years and years of PlayStation Now. I just went for a year because I was like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with this, but yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll give you know for you know for half, almost half price. You know, mm -hmm. I'll give it a shot. So, yeah. So I went ahead and did that. But uh, yeah, apparently it it has been patched through Sony. You can buy the month cards now, but you cannot no longer buy the uh, yearly yearly subscription. So, if you bought twelve one month cards, would it work? I mean, I think you can stack them still, but it would be a lot more expensive. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah you wouldn't be saving anything at that point. Well, It'd be one hundred and twenty bucks for twelve months. Gotcha. Uh, Richard, how do you feel about PS Plus Premium? You weren't on the show last week when we talked about it. I'm really amped. There's there's a couple of games that I, I know will appear on there, um, and there's a couple of games that I've kind of got my fingers crossed that they appear on there. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I know they're not going to offer like uh, their, their studio released games on day of launch, or at least they've not. They've hinted that they're not going to do that 
And, you know, I understand that, but the service is cheaper than Microsoft's because I know that's been like a big talking point is that, you know, well, Microsoft, they still offer, you know, day one. And I mean, that's fine for them. Uh, it's also $15 a month with no way to bundle time. You know, you're going to end up paying that, which ends up being, I had the numbers, I think it's like 160 or $170 a year. So for the cost, you know, I don't think Sony has to do that. Uh, I think the library probably going to be pretty impressive. You look at like 700, is it almost 700 or 700 plus? 700 plus is what it's 700 plus titles over the, the course of everything. And, you know, I'm excited just to be able to, because my, my PlayStation 3 died. And I've been looking at PlayStation 3s, and it's going to be about, about 150 to replace one of those at this point. Yeah, well, PlayStation Premium is now 120 a year, so, you know, the games that I miss playing that, that are PS3, I can, I, I know they'll be on there. You know, you got the original Ratchet and Clank trilogy. I mean, I think that's a shoe-in. That'll be on there. Uh, the Sly Cooper series, you know, we, you and I went back and forth with the banjo <laughs> thing on that one. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of PlayStation titles that, and, and that's my hope is that there's, my hope is that there is a, an audience that has not experienced Sly Cooper yet that can use this to experience it for the first time and it generates enough attention that we might get a new one or a better one. Because, you know, a, you hit... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, the, the trilogy is great. They made a fourth one that came out in 2013, but it was a different studio. Not so great. So, I don't know. Either find a studio that can do the original trilogy justice or even the original studio, which I can't, I can't recall which one that was. They may be doing something else now, but I miss Sly Cooper. There's a, apparently, there's been a movie in the works for like the past decade. So, yeah. um, oh God, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. Disregard what I was going to say. Um, I'm going to look up who Sly Cooper's dev was real quick because I'm interested. Oh, what I was going to say was I think that. Um, there was talk about them being uh, there was like a website renewal or a patent renewal or something for Sly Cooper earlier this hmm. year or late last year. And everyone thought that they were about to drop a new one. Uh, Sucker Punch is who made mm. Sly Cooper. Which I don't Yeah, think they, they didn't make the fourth one. I can't remember who made the fourth one, but the fourth one wasn't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the same experience. No. I guess Sly Cooper 4 would be Banjo's Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> we'll just pretend like that didn't happen. Oh, man. Were there cars in it? No, it was it was like Thieves in Time, and it just, I don't know. It, it didn't work for me. It seemed to like go off rails from what the series was. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much Nuts and Bolts. The music, the, <laughs> yeah. the music was fantastic. The game, yeah. But um, Michael, who is not here, asked uh, for this story to be put in the notes for this week. And pretty much um, just talking about how the price of uh, graphics cards for computers are starting to finally uh, or fall back to like around their um, their uh, normal price. Steven is in the chat. Hello, Steven. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're pretty much falling back down to normal price. Like I kind of was looking around because. I'm not quite ready, but I'm thinking about doing a full upgrade on my computer again 
here soon. Uh, the processor that I want is $300 off. And it's like, if I didn't have to just buy a bunch of like dress clothes, I'd probably do. But you know, <laughs> like new job, new, I like change my entire wardrobe and it's like, oh God, wrong time. But uh, anyway, yeah, the graphics card prices are coming down. Like there were like an RTX 3080, which is kind of like the new standard graphics card that everyone's kind of going for. It's supposed to, it MSRPs for $800 and it's been like $2,400. So seeing it come back down to around like $850, $950 around that price, kind of like a good sign that things are starting to return to normal with that. Uh, so if you're in the market for building a computer or you want someone like me to build a computer for you. Now is a better time to be looking into buying parts. I want to build a computer so bad. That's why I'm like, yeah, I'll drop $2,000 on a computer just so I have a reason to build one. You know, <laughs> I miss it. I haven't done, I built a computer like in over a year because no one wants to buy parts. Yeah. Um, you can buy a console and it's all in one. Yep. <laughs> for like half of that card yep. that you're just talking about. Yeah. I, I, I want it more for doing like better editing and stuff. I would love, which we're about to talk about Unreal Engine 5. I would love to have a better work computer for being able to really mess yeah. with UE5. Speaking of, UE5 just released uh, its official build yesterday. Um, lots of new features and stuff in there that uh, was not in the preview build, if I'm uh, correct in that. Uh, which mm-hmm. I, ha- I have the preview build of it, and it's pretty much just like it looks just like Unreal Engine 4, but there's just a button that says, Would you like to do ray tracing? And it's like, Okay, thanks. Um, so, but they also release a new demo that you can play, uh, to mess around with it. And bundled with that, they have a Crystal Dynamics has announced that they are working on a new Tomb Raider title, uh, that's going to be taking full advantage of UE5. Um, are y'all big Tomb Raider fans? I haven't played any of the newer ones. I only played like that. I, yeah, I have not played any of the newer ones. I think I own them digitally or physically. Uh, they're in my pile of shame, and I will get to them eventually. But yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to a new one. Yeah, uh, I think they gave away the whole trilogy on Unreal uh, or on the Epic Store last holiday, right? They gave away all three mm-hmm. of them. Uh, so that if you took advantage of that, you've already got all three of them there. Uh, other than that, the first one, which I think is, I think it's just called Tomb Raider, is on Xbox and PlayStation. But Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow of the Tomb Raider are Xbox exclusives, unless they came to PlayStation later. Originally, they were. I think they're on. I think they're. Yeah, I think they're PlayStation. Okay, they haven't announced what the. Uh, what platform this is going to be for. I don't, it, it, I don't think it'll be exclusive anymore. Um, around the time that that happened was around whenever, like, you know, t- timed exclusives have always been like a weird thing for both consoles. I feel like personally, as someone who games on both, like it's more accepting for PlayStation to have timed exclusives because everyone's like, Oh, they've always done that. But when Tomb Raider was an Xbox exclusive, like everyone rioted over it and was like, no, this needs to be on PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, so I think that kind of had something to do with it. But um, I do have a list of a couple of games that are uh, we know of are going to be on UE5, which is the new Tomb Raider. 
the Witcher 4, or the new Witcher that they announced, uh, Black Myth Wukong, which we haven't heard of from him forever, and that's supposedly still in. Yeah, I remember that. I can't wait for that to come out. It looks exciting. And uh, Hellblade 2, and then uh, I also forgot that they said that they're moving Fortnite to UE5 at some point, but we'll... It's already done. Oh, did it already happen? It happened in the ho- over the holidays. Oh. Well, I didn't notice a difference. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, uh, just throwing that out there, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it. I'm excited. Like, I, I think everything that I've ever seen with UE5, even UE4 when that first came, I was like, oh my god, like this is the video game. <laughs> like, it looks mm-hmm. like a movie. Like, you know, they had the that Matrix thing that was really uh, big around the Game Awards. They kind of blew everyone's mind with it too. So mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of stuff that's coming out that uh, people are going to get really excited for and who knows maybe i'll make a game at some point and i'll put it out on ue5 i keep telling myself i want to start working on new projects and then i never do it so <laughs> well uh we'll see how that goes um pretty much that's that's all of the news uh for this week and i know this is kind of like a shorter show so i wanted to take this moment to uh talk about something that's not gaming related um, but it's very uh, uncommon for me to sit through and get bingy on like a TV show. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this show or not, but I just sat through and watched like the entirety of this show called The Righteous Gemstones on HBO. And if you haven't heard of it, you should go watch it. Richard, you're nodding your head like you've heard of it or you've watched it. Yeah, I think Amanda watched it. Oh, it's so good. And I like I, I walked in uh, at one point and uh, yeah, it was it was funny. <laughs> humor that really kind of uh i don't want to say abusive humor but man they were um they were eating dinner or something like that and they were gotten into an argument and like one of the characters was making pot shots at the other one's children so yep. <laughs> you know, i was just like wow <laughs> the uh so the the concept of this show uh, if you're not familiar with it, is uh, John Goodman, who is one of my favorite actors that uh, are still around, thank God. Uh, he plays uh, this the father, like the patriarch of this family that's like a televangelist church, or whatever you want to call it, like, kind of like the Joel Osteen type of people. Um, and he's got three kids that are all like a part of their church. And it's uh, I, I, the only one whose name I know off the top of my head is Danny McBride. Um, I don't know what all stuff he's in, uh, but it's got the dude that it's oh God. What else? I can't think of anything else he's in. But anyway, um, they're all like just bratty children, and they've all got their own like weird fucked up things that they're they like are obsessed with and stuff. And he's trying to run this church, and everything's trying to go like the way that he wants it to go. And these kids just keep screwing everything up, and just getting like the church and himself, and just like a bunch of just random shit that they don't need to get involved in. And um, it's got two seasons on HBO. It's it's fantastic. I think the third season is not coming out till like next year, which is really disappointing. Uh, but yeah, it's a it was a great two and a half days of watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it has Macaulay Culkin in it, which I haven't seen him act in anything since Home Alone Two. So because there was this big gap of just drugs right in the middle of it mm-hmm. of his acting career. Um, have y'all watched any new shows or anything that's interesting that you'd like to plug? I've got to start Moon Knight. It started, and I've mm-hmm. 
I've not looked at it yet, and it's it's really kind of because I love the Marvel stuff, and uh, Moon Knight's probably one of my favorite. You know, everybody wants to make the association of uh, like Iron Man and and Batman, I guess because they're both like billionaires. But I don't really see that. You know, I've always seen like Moon Knight as more of Marvel's Batman, or, or like even Daredevil. So I want to check out Moon Knight. I like Oscar Isaac's. Uh, I think he's a really good dude. And uh, other than that. Um, now I'm still waiting on Obi-Wan. I'm really, really excited. And I hate Star Wars because of what they've done with it, but like I'm all about projects that, that go away from the sequel trilogy. So I'm just I'm just not into Star Wars. Like, I mean it's cool. I'm glad everyone's getting their Obi-Wan show finally, but like just the only Star Wars movie that I can God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get killed for this online. The only Star Wars movie that I think <laughs> I think that's any good is Rogue One. And I don't know what it is about Rogue One. I just really like it. No, Rogue One was really good. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a backlash against that? No, Nobody I just, likes Rogue I just feel like when you talk about a movie, if you're not talking about the original trilogy and you say that it's... Oh, like, oh yeah. Good, people are going to gotcha. kill you. Gotcha. Like, <laughs> I don't, you know, but that fan, the fan base is so widespread <laughs> on that, you know, because, yeah. you know, there, there's a... I would say that probably the majority... Well, I wouldn't even say that. I don't know, because sometimes articles and headlines can be misleading. It's like the solo movie that bombed uh, at the box office. I actually, you know, if you look at when that came out, that was released like just a few months after The Last Jedi, which The Last Jedi is what like split the st- the fan base in half basically. And I think that its poor performance had more to do with I don't want to call it a boycott, but I think they pissed enough people off with The Last Jedi that they were like, I'm not going to go see that Star Wars movie. They probably screw something else up. I actually like Solo. That was my favorite character until then. They, whatever. But, you know, that, <laughs> I think that's my problem. I think it's why everybody's excited about Obi-Wan because uh, I know I'm not alone in this. A lot of people do not like the character of Luke Skywalker anymore simply because now we know how it turns out. And how much of a little troll he is. And, and Obi-Wan kind of became everybody's favorite, you know, Jedi now. So, and everybody loves Ewan McGregor. So what, uh, what was the name of the, of the first in the new trilogy? Is it, it's not the force awakens force awakens. Okay. Yeah. My mom used to be really big into star Wars, right? Like a long time yeah. ago, like when it first came out, had like the VHS collections and all that, you know, yeah, I had uh, it <laughs> for, I guess, because yeah, her birthday or whatever. Uh, like, God, when that movie came out, it was either my birthday or her birthday. We went to go see it. She's like, I want to go see the new Star Wars movie. And I'm just kidding. And I don't think it's a spoiler anymore, but they kill Han Solo in the movie. And that was like her favorite character. And she's like, I don't really watch it anymore. Like, yeah, took her, <laughs> took her favorite thing away from her and killed it. And just like, understandable. And then I've watched the last Jedi or whatever. And I'm like, you, I was like, I, I don't get it. And then I did, I didn't even bother watching the rise of Skywalker. You know, I, I didn't, I had an issue with what they did. I guess I'll, I don't, it's not the right term. I guess the right term would be the original trilogy character, the original trilogy characters. I really dislike what they did with their stories. Cause I think that it really goes against the characters that they built in the original trilogy. It's like they built them into 
a certain character in that trilogy. And then with the new trilogy, they're like, okay, well, suddenly they're not that way. Because you had Luke, who the entire original trilogy, all right, he's supposed to, you know, Darth Vader's the bad guy. He killed your father, you know, go get him. We find out that, you know, it's really is his father. And at that point, even outside of Obi-Wan, outside of Yoda, like all those characters thought that there was absolutely no redemption for Anakin Skywalker except Luke. Luke never gave up hope that his dad could be redeemed. And then in the new trilogy, his nephew is the slightest bit dark, and Luke's like, I have to kill him. And to me, that goes completely against the character that they created in the original trilogy. And the same way with Han. You know, Han, the guy that came back to save Luke in the first one so he could blow up the Death Star. And then in Empire Strikes Back, you know, he risked his life to go save Luke out on Hoth, you know, from freezing to death. The moment something happens with his nephew, he's not that guy that stays behind because he knows that his family and friends need him. He's like, all right, well, I'm just going to run off again. So I just, I think that they wrote characters improperly because it went against that. And I think that what is what turned me off. I would have rather seen that story outside the scope of those characters. You know, we can do Force Awakens and it can be after the time when Luke, Leia, and Han have died. I think they were trying to play fan service to bring people in, but then they, they treated those characters so horribly it, it turned a lot of people off and then it just kind of it kind of went sideways from there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Chase, have you been watching any shows? You watch television or you just play video games all the time? No, just, he just plays video no, games. I literally, uh, I, do not, <laughs> I do not watch any TV shows. I did hear that the Halo show got a lot of mixed feedback. Yeah. But some I people were very, that. very upset, but yeah. <laughs> that, I, I have a, a strict policy on watching things like watching shitty TV shows or movies based off of things that I really like because I feel like it's going to make me mad. The mm-hmm. only exception, because HBO does a, in my opinion, does a damn good job with this stuff. Um, anything I've watched in the production quality, like they, they have like an unlimited pocket they give to all of their, uh, shows except for the last season of game of thrones but done anyway uh, (laughs) but uh with the last of us show going to hbo and i know a lot of the actors that are in that because they're from game of thrones or something like else like i feel like that show has potential to be really good everything else i'm kind of like no plus i'm not subscribing to paramount plus to watch halo it's just not happening um i will say and i'm kind of this speaking to the universe because no one ever watches it the new season of doctor who was actually really good i watched i binged that all in like a day too um they're a new doctor so the thing is is like you know we're talking about like with star wars whatever like it splits the fan base uh doctor who does that too but the good thing is that usually in every four years they just kill everyone off and they put in new cast and it's like a whole new show um and so that way you just kind of forget about it. And uh, this was uh, the last season with uh, Jodie Whittaker as the doctor, which when she was first put on there, you know, there was a lot of people that were like, I don't like this. I think if you thought that because just because she was a woman, you're wrong. I think that the writing for the show was pretty bad the first season. 
uh, it's gotten a lot better. Uh, this last, I, I hate that. By the way, I hate when something like that situation is. You know, you have bad writing, you have bad storytelling, bad direction, and stuff like that. But because they've made a change like that, they've made you know one of the characters female. Like in that instance, all the you you can't have that opinion because they'll twist it. Well, you just don't like it because you know they cast a woman. It's like no, these stories are bad. But it's always like that gets shouted down. Well. My biggest problem, you know, this is a British show. Uh, my biggest problem with it is that, like, for the first 12 seasons of this show, like in the revival of it, I've gotten really good at understanding British and Scottish accents. Like, it's, I can, some people listen to it, like, I can't understand what they're saying. Like, I've gotten pretty good at understanding what they're talking about. I don't know what it is about the actors in the first seat, the first run of her era, but you can't understand what the hell they're saying half the time. They talk really fast and really quiet. Um, there are some great episodes in that. And once I finally figured out how to understand what the hell they're talking about, or I turn on subtitles or something, there's some really good episodes. There's an episode about Rosa Parks. It's one of my favorite episodes of Doctor Who that they've ever done. That's in that, uh, that's first season. This last one, though, it's only six episodes long, but the story, it goes across all six episodes. Like, it's not like one, 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 one. Like, it's a it's a six-part story, and it's fantastic. Like, it's one of my favorite seasons of Doctor Who they've ever done. And now that I'm like, wow, Jodie Whittaker's cool. I actually like the character. Like, the companions are like, oh, this is her last season. She's getting ready to regenerate again. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> it's... It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, watch your sci-fi shows that have been around since the 60s or movies. Go watch them because they're still out there. They've been around for a while, yeah. So I think Star, Star Trek Picard, they're getting ready to bring back like a bunch of old characters from like the ori- or from like Picard's original. I'm not, uh, my Star Trek is very like bad. I don't understand. Picard is from Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. So they are bringing back other characters. I saw it this morning. They're bringing back other characters from The Next Generation to be in Picard Season 3. So if you are a Star Trek fan, just to, you know, hit all the hit all of the sci-fi shows. Uh, you know. Yeah, I've got to watch those because I love Star Trek and Star Trek The Next Generation and then they lose me after that. I, I never I never watched Deep Space Nine or, or any of the I think there's like what six or seven Star Trek shows after the next generation. I just I don't know it. I I really enjoyed the thank you for coming to Next Gen TV show week. Um but, <laughs> 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 um, but uh I really enjoyed like my first entry into Star Trek, like actually watching it was the three like remake movies that they did with Chris Pine as um Captain Yeah, Kirk. those were good. I I really enjoyed the first two. I don't remember the third one. Um, I think it's called Star Trek. It's not it's not called Beyond, is it? I don't know. But anyway, like I don't remember that movie. But the first two are really good, and that was actually you can tell how old I am. Um, for this, but like that was the first time I ever saw Benedict Cumberbatch in anything, and I was like, wow, that guy's really cool. And now he's my favorite Marvel superhero. So I mean, how things work. But yeah, thanks for coming to our little TV talk. <laughs> uh, we will uh, go ahead and start trying to close the show down. Oh, we lost Richard. Are you back? I'm back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what happened there. It just kind of do do All right, let's do uh, our trivia. For the record, no one has gotten a trivia question right in three weeks. 
So um, we need to fix that. Someone needs to start getting some points. Um, so I have a kind of a challenging one though, but it's kind of like. Uh, so you want to you want to keep it going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this week's trivia question is: Which of these Japanese vehicle manufacturers has their own limited edition Nintendo sixty four console? Is it Toyota, Honda, Hyundai, or Subaru? Trivia questions are getting a little harder, aren't they? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm going to go with Honda. I don't, I don't know for sure. I'm just going to go with that. See, I was going to go with Honda, but now I'm afraid people are going to think I'm just following Chase. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm between, I'm between, I, I'm between like Honda and Subaru. I didn't know Subaru was a Japanese manufacturer, though. I didn't either until I looked it up. What did you think it was before you looked it up? I mean, oh wait, what I think Subaru was? Um, yeah. Well. I always thought it was like an Australian thing. Yep, I have yep. no <laughs> idea. I have it's, no idea where that comes okay, from. Okay, okay. Are you ready for my comparison? It's because the Subaru you always hear about is Subaru Outback. The and, Subaru Outback. That's, and, that's right, man. <laughs> Outback Steakhouse is an Australian yeah, uh, you know what? I mean, that's that's probably where our uh, the way our brains are wired. So that's why. I'm sorry, Australian fans. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to go with Honda. No one got the question right again. Oh man, was it Hyundai? Yep, it was Hyundai. They have their. <laughs> Damn it! You know, a split second, I was like. I'm going to go with Hyundai just to separate myself from Chase. But then I was like, if Chase gets it right, though, I'm going to be pissed. I need to, I need to, <laughs> I need to start a, like, on my little uh, trivia thing. Like, I have the scores for everyone. I have a ta current tally of times that Mitch has fucked up the trivia question, and that's still set at two. And I need to start another one that says current times that Richard has forgot or should have changed his answer, but he decided to follow Chase and then got it wrong. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's at least three or four times now. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and start wrapping the show up. Uh, Richard, you got anything you would like to plug for this week? Uh, yeah, no many left behind. I got my um, Knights of the Commander or something, whatever. It's that little expansion set that the uh, Avalon Hill kind of short-sighted fans with with just little production numbers it's literally it's two little pieces of plastic that are going for almost 300 dollars in some instances from scalpers so i'm gonna throw some images of that stuff up i'm actually gonna take scans of the cards because a lot of people you know they can have those professionally printed and this is definitely something that's going to generate a lot of bootlegging which typically I wouldn't endorse that, but because of the situation surrounding it, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can. So I'm gonna put uh, scans of the cards up. So I'll actually have that uh, today, and that'll be on my Facebook page. So no many left behind. Nice, Chase. Anything to plug this week? Uh, I've just been wildly irresponsible with buying more more and more games. I don't know why I keep doing it. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
Because right now, I don't know if the sales are still up, but I believe Target, Amazon, and GameStop, all three right now, have buy two, get one free on games. Uh, and I know, <clears throat> I'm going to say um, GameStop has, I think there were 1,200 games available for this promotion. I think uh, I think Amazon had like like 400 or 600 and i can't remember how many was target had it had but uh yeah so if you're looking to get some games right now some like you can get like i mean like three new 60 dollars games for 40 dollars a piece which is you know a pretty hefty discount but yeah so nice yeah other than that no i don't have anything i'm gonna play more more video games (laughs) which sports is coming and that in like two weeks maybe switch sports is the 29th Okay, never mind. That's the end of the month. <laughs> yeah, the only uh, new release major was Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Uh, that was that just came out, and I actually don't know what comes out in the middle of this week uh, or middle of the month. I don't think there's anything major. If I am, I'm forgetting about it. Um, make sure you also go check out Chase's unboxing of his uh, limited run games, which is a lot of people have re- seem to be pretty excited for. There's a lot of interest on there. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh go check out michael's stuff at stalledaction.com i don't know if he, he's not still streaming on sundays anymore is he he was doing that for a long time he was like doing his spacey sundays um you can check out steven's stuff at uh oh god soundcloud.com you look him up on uh it's breaker beats 2020 he's either that or the the breaks it's one of those two um if he's in the comments still, he can or on the video, he can uh, clarify which one of those it is. It's one of those two. Just look up both of them. I'm sure there's something there. Um, I'm not doing anything because I'm just I'm trying to. This is my last week with Walmart, so I'm like, I have one more shift and I'm finally done. And I'm just taking it easy and getting lots of rest because I'm gonna have to. Everything's about to change, so I'm like, mm, just taking it easy and beating Elden Ring before I have to probably not have time to do anything for a while so fun times it's sad but fun times yeah yeah that's gonna be it for next gen news week thank you guys for joining me and we'll be back next week with more gaming news and maybe another tv talk or something we'll see